We will now interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for this good old Blake's micro podcast. To show or not to show. And what I mean by that is, uh, as a maker, uh, whether you should go to shows and do the show circuits or whether you shouldn't, right? Um, a little a little history lesson or a, a back a backstory to knives in, I guess, the modern era, okay? So there was a, um, probably as early as the turn of the century, um, and I say turn of the century as in the 1900s, I remember that. Uh, there's been pockets of, of cutlers in the United States and, and handmade knife makers and blacksmiths and bladesmiths that, uh, operated in a locale that was, uh, more, uh, more specific to their area as in, you know, maybe somebody knew them locally, uh, but as far as nationally, uh, probably not. And, as you kind of skirt up into the 1970s, uh, where the creation of the, the Knife Makers Guild and um, the ABS and things like that occurred, uh, you have this, uh, this paradigm shift in knives where custom knife makers or handmade knife makers are focusing on doing shows in order to broaden the exposure of the audience that they're uh, that they're trying to present their knives to, and so what you what you see is the the Knife Makers Guild is a perfect example of where these shows really sprang into being because um, it, in order to be in the guild, a requirement was that you uh, paid your your dues and you also went to shows and exhibited your knives. And so you you the the guild always represented this um, this culture of of being at shows. Like you didn't get into a guild show unless you were a guild member, and you had to uh, have a certain quality of work in order to get into the shows. And those are like some of the first examples of of knife shows that were not uh, combined with uh, guns specifically. Um, uh, so. Um, what you uh what you see after the internet was created is that many more people uh decided to uh stop going to shows or maybe it wasn't as important to go to shows because you could develop a a culture or a customer uh relationship on your website and through emails and now through social media that you just um uh, you were limited i'd say limited uh in in this sense uh to only the kind of relationships that you can nurture locally or through the show circuit before now um i will say that shows have a culture and a focus that is that is very specific to shows and i i really don't know how to explain it other than that um you can shake a person's hand, you can look them in the eye, you can talk to them, they can actually uh, see and hold your knives, and it's a very personal experience. And no amount of, of videography, no amount of marketing uh, can, can replicate that on the internet. 
Um, you, with the advent of social media, you can talk to people more and build relationships with them. And so, what you what you slowly see uh, now in uh, knife collecting and making in in uh, pretty much internationally is that a lot of people want to have a personal relationship or a connection to the maker and then their knives versus the knives and their their work comes first like i don't know there's there's lots of makers out there that you know you can hear uh through the uh, the halls of the grapevines i guess uh that they didn't have really great personalities but they made really incredible knives um and and there's lots of people that collected them because of their work alone. Didn't matter what their personality was. Now, um, you'll be hard pressed to get somebody to buy a knife from you if you don't have a personality that is uh, at least endearing to um, you know to your your fan base or whatever. So, um, all all of that is really reputation based uh, first, and then your work second. And that's that has some pitfalls because there are some some types of work that you might argue are mm, you know a little bit more crude than others, uh, but it's they're really great makers, really great uh, uh, people, right? Um, over what they're making, they're really great people, and so you want to support them because that's part of the growth process. Is you know maybe you make a knife that's a little bit more crude. Uh, but you know, you want to stick with it and you really care about your customers and you want that feedback and everything. So I'm not saying that, uh, that each doesn't have its place, but uh, think about this. Um, when you're trying to decide on whether you want to do shows or not, or uh, kind of what importance to put on shows, remember that even shows to some extent, uh, could go the way of the dodo. And the reason why is because everybody wants to be able to purchase stuff from the comfort of their own houses. Um, Amazon has uh, kind of ruined that experience because, you know, you used to have to go out to a department store or something like that in order to uh, find things or a bookstore or whatever and, and, you know, feel it, get to read it a little bit um, and check out its quality. We don't really have to do that anymore. Uh, Or I think that the culture is that you accept that you don't. And because of that, um, you know, a lot of people are looking at other ways to um, to define quality, and a lot of that again has to do with the maker relationship. So, kind of with that being said, as a maker, um, shows are expensive. They're just expensive to go to. Uh, Blade show, their table fees are five fifty to six fifty, I think, depending if you're doing booths or other things like that. It's more expensive. Uh, if you need electricity, it's more expensive. And uh, you know, with travel and food and everything like that combined, you could be looking at a, you know a three day experience uh, that is you know north of four grand, right? Um, it and and there's Blade Show uh, Atlanta. There's Blade Show Texas and there's Blade Show West, which uh, is in Utah right now. And so, just in the in the shows that that Blade Magazine puts on, uh, there's the potential for twelve thousand dollars in table fees and uh, and and show costs, right? Uh, uh, holistically, that's not to mention all the knives that you have to bring. Um, that's not to mention all the marketing that you do beforehand. 
And it has nothing to do with whether you go to that show and whether you have the attention or focus from people to, um, to sell enough knives to cover your costs. And so uh, knife, uh, knife shows are risky. Uh, the the more prominent the show is, the more it costs, the more risks that's introduced, and I think that that's important to know. Um, also, I don't know if I necessarily believe that uh, knife shows are really the place uh, to make a killing on sales. There are some knife makers that sell out all the time. Um, you know, they have a a, a fan base that. Uh, transcends that show and then when they go to a show people get to talk to them and everything and they they might sell out um i don't if selling out of uh of all of your products is the primary focus then there is a lot of elements that go into that that are beyond uh you know you going to that show it usually means that you're bringing those customers to the show with you and they're interacting with you at the show because that's that's a, a place that you are right so um, you know, your fan club is meeting at a show and that's really kind of the way it goes. So, um, you don't get any discounts or specific accolades, uh, for, uh, bringing, uh, you know, specific customers to shows. Uh, so it's not like there's a lot of uh, loyalty there. Um, you know, you are one person in one table and a sea of a lot of them. And, you know, competition is pretty much equal as far as the show venue is concerned. doesn't matter whether it's Blade Magazine or any of the other various shows. You know, there's some invite-only shows and things like that, but the, the exclusivity um, anymore doesn't really necessarily equal um, more sales. Um, so if, if sales is your desire, um, I don't know if I would necessarily consider the show circuit seriously. However, uh, there is a lot of really great things that come out of shows. One is you get to look around at everybody's work, and it, it is very humbling to me as a maker to look at just so many incredible people uh, crammed into a, a building like that. Um, there's never been a situation where I've been the top dog um, in, in any given show, and I think that that's, uh, that's always inspiring uh, to look and see what uh, your peers and your mentors and everything like that are creating and bringing and exhibiting. Um, so it gives, you know, inspiration. Uh, there's lots of handle materials and other things like that, that also come along with shows because there's a lot of suppliers that come. And so, um, you know, there's that, right. Um, the other thing is that there's few things in knives that, that pull a, a broad range of audiences together and creates a buzz about them. Uh, the, the, the blade magazines, blade shows are kind of that way. Um, that all of them are just a high energy. You have a lot of different people that are coming to them. You have a lot of different types of knives and a lot of different subcultures and knives. And it's really just cool to be a part of it. You know, they have awards, um, they have uh, parties every night where people get together. And so there's things like that, that, uh, are definitely ways that you can mingle, and talk to other knife makers and talk to customers and things like that. So, you know, making yourself available is really cool. And there's, there's some people that you just would be able to see at shows that maybe they don't have the time for um, otherwise, you know, just like, like monumental figures and knives that you'd be able to shake their hand and just get a few uh, words in and, you know, 
congratulate them or show appreciation in some way or uh, whatever, right? So it is kind of like the red carpet or the Oscars for knife shows is uh, is Blade, uh, really. Um, in smaller shows, you know, uh, you, you usually have a little bit more uh, localized fan bases and things like that. But um, in general, it's usually like a micro version of Blade Show um, where you still have those same types of cultures and things, but usually, usually on a smaller scale. I think what separates shows from everything else is what type of relationship you want to build with your customer base. And as a customer, it's what um, what really your focus is when you're buying something. Um, you know, knife collecting is a really beautiful thing. There's a lot of just really great people out there and really great products. But um, I, I think that if you want to go alone, you have a lot of work ahead of you because in the internet and in social media and everything, you really have to expose um, the soft underbelly of your life to uh, you know people, the world, right? Because you never know who is going to be a fan of you unless you um, either create a persona or, uh, or act like yourself and you put that all out on the internet for everybody to see. And I prefer one-on-one um, -on -one relationships. Like I, you know, I know you. Your your numbers in my cell phone. Um, you can call me anytime. You have questions, things like that. You know, we're working on a off of a mutually beneficial rela relationship where I learn things from you and you learn things from me. And um, I really like those because uh, I would like to be able to develop friends. Um, that share a common interest in knives. And if I'm making something that you like, I'd like to be able to sell it to you. Um, I'd like to be able to make it for you. The selling component is not, is not the focus. The selling component is that I have a, a skill set and you uh, are looking for something and maybe I can build it for you. And I think that that's great. Um, but, you know, it, it depends on where you're at. Uh, it depends on uh, what kind of money you need to make in order to be able to uh, support yourself in knives. It depends on um, whether you justify it as a really expensive hobby or whether it's a business to you. And those are things that I can't really make the decision for, uh, for you with, but um, there's a lot of upfront uh, with with both. Um, one is a lot of investment in building up your the culture um, that you want to have for your own business. The other um, is an upfront cost of the shows, uh, but you know the the knife culture is kind of intrinsic within shows, and so maybe after a few years of going to uh, shows uh, regularly and 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 customers being able to count on you being there, it's a little bit easier for them to purchase things and maybe want to get to know you and kind of know what your habits are a little bit at shows. So, um, you know, those are kind of like the way that I weigh those things out. I've done both. Um, I can't, I can't necessarily say honestly that I'm great at either one. Um, I have, you know, people that follow me and are interested in my work, um, online. And I have, uh, a, a separate group of, uh, you know, sometimes similar, but also separate group, uh, that you know, we get together at shows and we uh, spur each other on and uh, so on. So I, I think 
it really is up to you to decide on which avenue you go down. And uh, whatever the case, uh, you know, you need to make sure that you're building a really solid uh, base of people that can support your work and that you're also using that as a feedback loop to be able to uh, develop better products and better uh, better art. Um, because at the, at the root of it, uh, you can make things in a vacuum just because you want them to exist in the world. Um, but it becomes a lot easier um, and it becomes a lot more motivational when you have, you know, good trusted people that can, uh, you know, give you some feedback or that uh, really buy into what it is that you're doing um, in order to move you on to the next thing that you're doing in Knives. Um, it's the same way. I mean, you look at Pablo Picasso, most of his art was not, uh, very popular or worth as much as it is today until after he died. And knives, we, we have this culture where, uh, there's a lot of knife makers that get a lot of notoriety, um, before they die. You know, they, there's, they, they get it within their lifespan and that's, I think really great. Uh, but, it also takes an awful lot of something special to get to that place. So um, either way, it, either one is hard work, and you have to remember that. So get some people that, that like your work, be willing to take feedback, and uh, and also you know focus on what makes uh, you passionate about about knives, what sparks that for you. And if you can do that, I think it's a little bit easier to obtain um, a customer base to help support you in the long run. Hope that helps.